And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. He's a comedian who's almost finished with his screenplay titled My Lunch at the Salt Lick. Spoiler alert, the potato salad was not very good. It's David Huntsberger. And she's a comedian and former star of Fear Factor Live, or as she calls it, her dating life. It's Renee Colbert. Chef Jeff is here to agitate Trader Joe's nuts. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little Yorkshire puddings. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That delicious carbohydrate was sent in on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Patreon. By someone who just calls himself Joe. I suspect it's a Joseph. Maybe when he was younger, he was a Joey. I don't know. No last name. Just Joe. I selected, and it was hard to select because I got a small shout out to Becky Milner, who has been submitting butterscotch haystacks for like the last... 49 weeks one of these days it'll be your week um i chose yorkshire puddings because when i was a young kid nicknamed big al i tasted yorkshire pudding for the first time at my friend jody's house i think her mom was english and it was like it was like it was like i i I heard angels singing there's so much butter in that delicious carbohydrate i don't know it was so good and i this is how chocolate should taste (laughs) is that me yeah, <laughs> this is a yeah, chocolate should taste. That's a good drop. <laughs> anyway, I don't think I've ever had it as good since, and I have rarely had it since. Anyway, though, I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back, David Huntsberger. Hello, nice to be back. Your hair is looking more majestic than ever. Got more extensions. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you've been doing with your free time, huh? Yeah, it refuses to grow, and I'm spending a fortune. <laughs> it's incrementally growing. I'm like, this will get you started, fellas. <laughs> Nothing. Buy a few more. So I appreciate you noticing. Is it heavy? Yeah. <laughs> We're walking around with all those extensions? Yeah. And they clank. Yeah. You can hear them. They're kind of metallic, I think. And so. when ladies run their fingers through your clanky hair, is that weird? Well, yeah. Strangers, it's very weird. <laughs> These ladies come like, oh, what are those extensions? And I, I don't care for that. But, you know, it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> Keeps well, the sun off my neck. <laughs> There is a jangle when you walk around. Yeah, I thought only I could hear it. To me, it's like wind chimes. (laughs) I can hear it a little. Okay. Well, I'll try to keep it down. (laughs) Hello, Renee. Welcome back. Thank you. You look beautiful. Oh, thank you. Now, listen. Well, I have two things to say. One, listen, I always got to weigh in on that carbohydrate. Okay. Here's what happened for me is my brain stopped listening after York, and I was like, ooh, York peppermint patty pudding. Would I like it? I don't know. And then I didn't get to hear what it actually was because I was still trying to figure out if I would like peppermint pudding. What is it? I would not like peppermint pudding. <laughs> it's Yorkshire pudding, okay. which is like a bready kind of English side dish. It's like my hand. I'm, it's, it looks like I'm squeezing a boob with my right hand. Like I'm <laughs> this a, is a poor boob. A your fingers are all touching. <laughs> is that not how you guys do it? <laughs> Um, it looks like I'm just, I don't know, it does. squeezing dough or something. How would you describe Yorkshire pudding? Anyone who's had it before? It's almost, oh, has no one had it? I don't it's know. like a, um, 
Or like just a pop-over. Or like you take a rainbow <laughs> and run out into a meadow, grab the rainbow, pull it down into a pot, stir it around a bit, and take a bite. That's a Yorkshire pudding. I'm sold. That sounds, sounds Yes, so I'm delicious. in. That sounds great. Wait, has... Aside from my British friend David here, is that your name? Yes. <laughs> That's my given name. Has no one here ever had it? It's I, a popover. I don't know what it is. It's bread. It's a popover bread thing that sort of has a lot of air inside and it's delicious. It's got rainbows in it. I think mm. I've had it. Maybe. It can be a bit disconcerting <laughs> because you pop open the lid like the roof of a home and you're a giant and you pop your spoon in. Steam. No one wants to be met by steam when they're looking for pudding. But then you dig in a bit. And there it is. Not there bad. is often steam in it. It's not actually pudding. It's bread, but it can be sort of soft. See here, my, my okay, brain is going lost. through okay. the pudding file in my brain. Yes, you know, in, in, you're in the wrong file. Get, no back get back to It'd bread. It'd be like a yeah. side dish with um, steak and horseradish or something. The so it's not even a dessert? It. No! no! <laughs> of course, who eats pudding for dessert? <laughs> You'd want to go to a bakery or a place where they sell a lot of meat. Uh, is, so it's savory. It's bread. Yeah, I suppose it's savory. Butter. Don't okay. roll your eyes no, and no. lift your eyebrows and no, do I'm whatever just, you no, just no, did I'm at just, me. I'm moving into the, the bread as a side dish file in my brain. But like a squishy, buttery bread. Yeah. Yes. I'm like in. a pop. Okay. You know what a like popover pop over. is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a popover. It's good. Yes. Okay. But Renee, I'm sorry. Yes. No, you, no, you go. If, if you walked up to someone that was eating a York peppermint patty and went, that's actually, that's actually better as a pudding, would, would you expect them to go like, oh, I know? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would, because I'd want them to be agreeable, and I'd want them to take life by the horns and be like, yeah, I'll try it. But now that I think it, because that was the whole reason I didn't listen, because I was like, would that be good? I decided no. I ultimately decided, oh, I think that'd be real bad. (laughs) Why, though? Like a texture thing, or just It's a powerful mint. Yeah, I think I thought Mm -hmm. it was uh, too much much peppermint coming at you. Yeah, I think mint pudding is also known as toothpaste. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Sure, sure, sure. It'd be like eating a bowl of toothpaste. Right. Yeah. I mean... uh, all this to say, that's all I'm going to do is go home and just melt a bowl of Junior Mints and try it, but I think, on the nose of it. I think you could do mint pudding, but you'd have to do real mint. You couldn't do artificial mint flavor because right. mm-hmm. uh, that has a different flavor. Okay. Yeah. Well, I have a lot of work ahead of me, but I'm going to come back with my review next time I'm on. Perfect. Daniel, hello. Hi. Yorkshire pudding sounds like something that a British soccer club would do to you if you find them in the... <laughs> <laughs> ran into them in the alley. They're going to give you old Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> I can't do accents, so that was an American who emigrated and joined. <laughs> Horrendous accent Join alert. the soccer club. Yeah. And me, Garrett. I'm part of this game. Oh, all by British. Two and all pal, Garrett, eh? He doesn't speak for all of us. We're going to give you a Yorkshire pudding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you heard us. All of us. <laughs> all my British characters are guys that moved over later in their lives. Couldn't shake their American accent. <laughs> Did they have one word that they say that they're dedicated to? Uh, you, American word? Yeah, or American or British word that they say right. Oh, well, they'll say bloody. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's or what I hello. love. <laughs> they'll be like, hey, come over here with that bloody <laughs> Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> Wait, what, what is this word that's being said correctly? Bloody. Uh, bloody. Oh, See, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is why... This is why do the English translation of that <laughs> English <you>. word. Yeah. <laughs> I need an English to English translation of that. <laughs> 
Um, Jeff, hello. Hi, Allison, a.k.a. Mummy! <laughs> that is how Elliot says it sometimes. Mummy, mummy. Ami. He, goes, he also Ami. says, but he, sometimes he says mummy, mummy as well. Mummy! Does he say mommy or ami, ami, ami? Uh, ami sounds so close to homie. <laughs> What's up, Ami? It's funny like, because fun. he, the way he says words could mean words we know, or they could mean Spanish words mm-hmm. because he has a nanny who speaks Spanish to him, and we have no idea. <laughs> right, because he refers to dried, like free, we give him little freeze-dried fruit snacks as nanos, which is so cute. But then I heard her say to him this morning, can you say Nino? And I'm like, oh, is that where he got Nano? Except that he was referring to those as Nanos. Like, we didn't force that word on him. He was using that. Right. He's like, Nano, Nano, Nano. And I'm like, this, this, this. And then it was that. Mm -hmm. And and he just always calls it that. And also, the way he says yes, he says ye. And I'm wondering if that's a combination of yes and see. Yeah. Hmm, Probably. Yeah, Yeah. because he goes ye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might be C. Uh, he's but with a little yes in there. He's going to invent his own language to call it Esperanto 2. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't know if you guys listening can hear. Uh, I'm a little under the weather right now. I've been this way now for, it feels like weeks on end. I don't know how long it's actually been. Um, it's <clears throat> I've been having really bad morning. This is I'm only going to talk about this for a second because I know that uh, if I spend 90% of the podcast talking about how I've been feeling under the weather, that's not going to be interesting. So just <laughs> indulge me for a moment. Um, I have morning sick. I've had, I'm having really bad morning sickness, this pregnancy. Um, and then I think I'm actually sick on top of it. So I've been basically barely able to get out of bed for days on end now. Today was a little better though. So I'm hoping I'm coming out the other side. Uh, I feel sorry for Daniel because I've been really feeling sorry for myself. Um, Well, two things. First of all, it's hard for you to tell where the morning sickness ends and the uh, sickness begins. Yeah, I don't. It's just a a miasma of not feeling good. And you said you were coming out the other side. Um, Has anything come out the other side? (laughs) Are you referring to the fact that I hadn't had a bowel movement yeah. in like six days? <laughs> I know. That's the part that I feel the worst for you about. I mean, it's just like, oh. Wait, is that of part of the first part of it? Um, You get constipated in pregnancy. Oh, this no. is a little extreme. Right. Uh, but Extreme. Extreme. The situation has resolved a tiny bit. It's a tiny bit better. Thank you. Thank you for choosing on this podcast to have this update with me. I, I just loved. thought it was funny. You guys hold nothing back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the funny thing is I am holding some disgusting details back. <laughs> yeah, if you only knew what I'm not telling you. But so anyway, uh, but but tiny, <laughs> tiny baby update. We saw the tiny baby. Yes. We heard the heartbeat and we yeah. saw it like wiggle around. He wiggled. We saw some fingers wiggled. and a thumb. Cool. Already, like three, eight weeks-ish, seven Nine half? weeks. Well, when we saw it. Eight and a half. Eight weeks, five days. Not important. <laughs> um, how many hours? Um, yeah, and it was like fingers, like little legs, little thighs. And Any already, gang signs? Yeah, flashing uh, the west side. Oh, pretty standard okay. one. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Already and knows where I'm it lives. I'm pretty sure it's already a member of MS-13, so we got uh, it. Yes, I know. Okay, I know. well, you got some time ahead of you. It's tough. Yeah. It's rough. Um, yeah, it's crazy. And then, and then uh, she was move or he was moving the the scope around and kind of. So normally you'll see it kind of sideways, you know, usually. But then uh, he moved it so you could kind of see it front, 
and then it did a little wiggle, 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 wiggle. Oh, yeah, that was pretty cute. Come on. Yeah, that was the first time I, I felt like, oh my God, it's another little sweetie in there. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> before it's been very abstract. Right. But then it was like, oh, it just like, reminded me of Elliot. And it had its uh, hand up at its he- face the same way Elliot, because Elliot was born with his hand next to his face like uh, right under his chin it's very he's ready for a murder up, picture murder out of the gate just ready yeah. for a headshot yeah, Por- yeah he was born like the cover of his uh, memoirs he was what's holding the a deal cello? with the world exactly, right, exactly he's an author I can tell yeah. um, now is it moment for moment the exact same thing that happened with Elliot is now happening with this one or has technology advanced that you're like couldn't see him wiggle two years ago wiggle uh, wiggle wiggle wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> technology wise everything seems to be the same okay I don't know if we'll get to a point where it's like, oh, this is better or faster or different or something. Okay. I got to say that 4D technology, have you seen this where your baby Terrifying. looks like claymation? Yeah. Not claymation, but just like a big clay ball, like Play-Doh. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't look like a He looked baby. like, they were like, ooh, this is a good one. And then they print it out for you. And it looked like he was wearing a devil mask. <laughs> he looks <laughs> it was pretty horrifying. scary, yeah. I thought you'd might like to not sleep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I remember... Way before I was pregnant, my sister sent me one of of her when she was pregnant, not of her, but of her baby when she was pregnant. And I was like, I remember being really alarmed that her baby didn't have a nose. Yeah. Like, how, how does she not see this? Yeah. Not realizing that it's because the 4D is just bad. Oh, you thought that it I thought that like it was accurate. Yeah. yeah. I was like, this so clearly your baby doesn't have a nose in this picture. How are you not freaking out? The gang thing mm. made me think, uh, you know, like you only get a limited amount of being in there for the birth opportunities. One, two, three, pretty standard. Yeah. But if, like, if you are one of those families that has your ninth child, maybe at that point you could, just to throw off the the staff and the nurses and stuff, I think that'd be hilarious if a baby came out and you're like, already you're in a life of crime? This is no way to live. Let's get you home and sort you out, mister. I would, I, if I were a nurse, I'd be like, well, that's funny. Oh, we're having a good time. Yeah, I where'd like this them. come from? Yeah, Break I was worried, but now I'm not. They're fun. Yeah. If you are, we were just watching Neil Brennan's Netflix special. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is excellent. Yes. He is one of 10 kids. If you are someone who's like, who's had 10 children, how do you keep them separate in your head? Not the children, but the actual birth experiences. Like yeah. I cannot, re- I can't imagine that you can recall each one. Man, no. I, I'm telling you the idea, I was going through um, pictures and videos from when Elliot was like first month and thinking, holy shit, we're going to go through this again. <laughs> oh my God. And I can't imagine like, it's sort of like, okay, we're going to put my head down and we're going to fucking do this. And then a couple years are going to go by and they're, you know, then they can take care of themselves. Well, they'll start going to preschool and stuff. But imagine, like, if no, no, this is just it for the next twelve years. You're always going to have a baby in the house. You're always going to be. I mean, my fuck, yeah, nuts. <laughs> Jeez, We're very Christ. excited about having a baby, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was trying to. There's this gal that I work with who, I mean, I think she'd make a great mom, and she's just decided not to have kids. And I was like, you know, she's married, and, and that's just what they decide, which is fine. But I was like, you know, I just want to say. And you don't want to be that person that's like, you should have kids because that's kind of like you're an asshole. But I mean, it's pretty great overall. It's just that it's hard work. And all she ever hears is how miserable I am. (laughs) So I'm sitting there going like, yeah, you know, you, you would make a great mom. I mean, I don't. I just think, you know, you should hear the pot. And she's just like, no fucking way. Like, (laughs) no, sorry. No. Yeah, I'm not so the best So wait, ambassador. all you do is talk about how miserable... Well, I mean, I'm always like exhausted, <laughs> you know, like at work and falling asleep and trying to like just 
crank up with five hour energy and Red Bull and it's just Do you guys think it's true the notion of everybody else's kid is an asshole but not yours? Because I think as someone who's like mm, on the fence with kids, I'm like, I don't know. They seem like a real pill. But then what I hear from parents is like, but not yours. Yours won't be. Well, oh, yeah. No, okay. you're, you have you have endless fascination for, and, that seems and it's hard, more it's patience hard. for your own child. You do. Uh, okay. First of all, yes, you do love your child so that, <laughs> See, so that love carries tonight. you through. No, that, that love is in handy. Yeah. <laughs> the love is I, – I, what I would say, I may have said it before. It's like um, – I'd say this in a way that doesn't sound totally lame, but it's it's like love is a word that we that we use to describe oh a lot of different. Okay, fine, fuck it, never mind. No, go, 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 do no. it. Come on, sweetie. come on. No, I'm not. I would like to hear what you had to All say. Right. Don't want to sound lame. Love is a word <laughs> when gonna... one thinks. Of I know that's why I don't. But it's this is true. This is my, true to my experience. Sorry if it's it's annoying. Uh, it, it's a word that describes lots of different things. So, like, you love your parents one way, you love someone that you you um, like your partner one way, whatever. But like, and they're kind of differ slightly different emotions, even though we they all are under the umbrella of love. So, uh, my feeling for Elliot is not a feeling I've ever had. It doesn't mean that I don't love my wife a lot. I love her a fair amount, <laughs> uh, probably as much as I can, you know, which. Uh, is good enough. Um, but like, it's just different. It's different in character. Were those in your vows? Love her as much as I can, which is different. <laughs> I promise to try to love her, you know, as much to as I possibly. To the best of my ability. To the best mm-hmm. of my ability. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a different, it's just a different feeling and it's, it's, it's intense. And that feeling, uh, is great. And so then you, um, it makes it worth the struggle. All of that said, I do think Elliot is an easier baby than other babies. So far. Yeah, I mean, you're convinced of your own kid's cuteness sure. and everything. Elliot's cute. Elliot's he's a, pretty good. He's, pretty he's sweet. objectively cute. Yeah. But he's also not like super headstrong yet. This could all mm. change. He's not super willful, you know, like he's somewhat willful, but he's he not. He the word no. But he yeah, says but, it in a cute way like this. <laughs> now. Yeah, but he's not like. Now. I, I've known babies that are, that are. Jerks. way further on that scale of willfulness and he's not so um yeah you it could be worse you okay. know i like it so uh Mommy! <laughs> my monday episode with corin nemec corin corky nemec do you know who this is david i played I parker lewis played parker lewis parker. from parker lewis can't lose that the one what that's right oh, i had a man. huge crush on him when i was yeah, a kid me too i'm a fan <laughs> yeah he i mean he was in, he was on webster he was on. He was? Yes. He was on the last season of Webster, and he had a lot of dirt to dish about, about Ma'am Emmanuel and George. Oh. I guess oh. it was just a real, like, fraught set. Web- Emmanuel Lewis was great, but I guess... I believe he said they hated each other's guts. Yeah. Wow. And, that he, and that he had to be kind of sequestered from them because there was ample swearing. Yeah. Wow. They had, like, oh, total boy. potty mouse. It was appa- apparently, like, a really kind of toxic environment to be around and he had made the because de- i was i read that he made the decision that he wasn't going to do another series and then he took parker lewis and i was like how did you have the oh, wait, you were you were on to him before no no, parker no, no. Lewis. yes i was on to, i was into him before parker lewis but i recently read this in preparation for the interview oh, okay for him coming on my show and i was thinking how at like age whatever he was 15 16 did had you already made the decision that you're done 
with with sitcoms or with series. Yeah. But I guess it's because his experience on Webster was so intensely bad it's, huh. or intensely tough. Um, so yeah, he was also in, and I, we talked about this last week. I know my first name is Steven, the mini series, which I watched over and over and over and over. Uh, he was in Tucker, the man in his car in his dream or whatever <laughs> it's called. Thus far, no one has remembered the lines that he said in the movie that were a rhyme that I wrote down on a notebook when I was a child. And I was hoping someone would, would come forward with that, some sort of Tucker, a file. But the week no is one has yet. Yeah, that's right. It's just People anyway, searching. They're everyone looking. go. Ch- oh, and also he was like heavily involved in graffiti culture and uh, had to do community service because he was, uh, someone ratted him out for having broken into a high school and done a bunch of tagging or something. What a wow. rough, crazy guy. And he was delightful. And also he was dressed a little bit Saved by the Bell style with like a colorful t-shirt and col- colorful shorts that I think had squiggles on them. And he was very friendly and he had a good tan. So uh, all in all, delightful episode. Check that one out. Also, I am on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. Patreon. Different levels. Jordan Morris is going to be the bonus episode guest this month. And then I think Greg Heller's coming back next month. Uh, and all sorts of fun stuff. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. Okay, so. That's cool, bro. That's the way shit goes down. <laughs> I need to amend a heated topic that came up somewhat recently on this show. It was when we did our signature segment, Yes, Please, or... Bitch, please. Bitch, please. Mm-hmm. Cheesecake. I know this oh, is near and, right. near and dear okay. to your heart. All right. This is great. Get in there. Actually, maybe we should just play the song because I might be changing my opinion. Bitch, please. <laughs> <laughs> Two drops. <laughs> Two. I'm telling you. Good for you. Yes, please. Give me some of that. Oh, oh please. That's much crap. Bitch, please. I came down firmly in the bitch please camp on cheesecake. I feel it's overrated. I'm sure that I lost some listeners. A lot of people were not agreeing with me. I was on it. I was a lone woman on an island of just no, just just sand. No one, just (laughs) no cheesecake. cheesecake. But I was fine with that because I felt it was overrated. However, recently we ordered from a deli. And Daniel ordered cheesecake, and I had a few bites of it. Hoping she would not like it. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I only had a few bites, though. You did. But it was, yourself. first of all, it was, <laughs> it For was one. different well. than I, it was not a wedge. It was a square. Makes a huge difference. And, but it was a different kind of cheesecake than I'd ever tasted. And it had sour cream on top, which I know is, pro- is traditional, but it was the, anyway. Do you mean whipped cream? No, I think it was like a sour cream, like a maybe sweet, a, sour. a sour cream, whipped cream kind of topping. Sour cream or sour cream? I cream think cheese? that's a traditional New York. Like you'd put on a baked potato. <laughs> no, I, I think, think it's cream that, cheese. Listen, mock me all you want, but no, my no, cheesecake just... aficionados. I couldn't figure out what, how to describe my cheesecake heads out there uh-huh. are going to rise to my defense and say that yes, in a traditional New York cheesecake, I think there is a sour cream topping. Oh, man. Okay. That's fascinating. So anyway, I realize I'm burying the lead. The the lead is I took a few bites and I was like, this is actually really good. This is I think I don't like creamy cheesecake, but I had in my head that I also don't like dry cheesecake. But whatever this cheesecake was, all of a sudden and maybe it's because I'm pregnant. um, But all of a sudden, like I take like a lot more flavors came to the forefront. And I was like, oh, I get it now. 
Yeah. So I, this I is offer fantastic. my apology. Yeah. In a, in the world we live in, and mm-hmm. partic- particularly when people are proven inaccurate, er, and then they just squirrel away and they find something else. But yeah. what about the emails or whatever? Really? Like, yeah. Can we just address that you were patently inaccurate in this one? Yeah. Or at least willing. Just to come back the other direction a little bit, this feels fantastic. I would like. I'm glad you like cheesecake, even just a little bit. Yeah, you're welcome. To argue that new evidence was introduced. So Mm -hmm. when you made your previous verdict, you were correct, because I'm the same. I don't like cheesecake. Yeah. But here's what happened to me. Was Jordan Morris on that episode? I think he was. So he would not shut up about cheesecake (laughs) for a week. He had to have it. So we went out. We had some cheesecake. And it was great. Where did you go? We went to Aroma Cafe. Here's oh, yeah. what, well, first, Aroma's great. Sorry, it's not uh, great National. for, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey, if you're in LA, oh, wait, is it the one that's across, now yes. more hyper local, across from, no, I was going to say across or from Meltdown. No, no, no. Oh, no, uh, yeah, it's in uh, in the valley on Tahunga. Oh. Um, but it's great. It's got I was a, thinking of the one over on Beverly, sorry. Um, or a bit different. Yeah, but that place is also fantastic. Okay, um, okay so they have good cheesecake there? But it there? was a, a peach cheesecake with a, just a, a graham cracker crust that would mm. Mm, heal the world. Yes, the crust was so good. Yeah. I realize I'm, it's like I'm saying to people, water is wet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but People do, a lot of times you'll go to restaurants and get cheesecake and it's done wrong. It's I don't surprising how often it's factory. not done right. It came up in this heated yeah. discussion yeah. in yeah. that you, it just felt like you had been the victim of a, just poor circumstances and bad cheesecake after right. bad right. cheesecake. I think right. Cheesecake Factory is responsible for a lot of this because mm. that's just like a big heap of I've literally never that, had their really? cheesecake. So it's I don't very know if they do sweet it right. and creamy, but I think it's not traditional at is all. It, when you say creamy, is it like dense? Not really. So I feel it's like a, it has to be dense. Have, and they have like 50 cheesecakes. Yeah. So it depends on what. Some are really firm. Other, like Dulce de Leche, that's really creamy, that one. So they've got a lot of stuff. <laughs> Jeff, too much stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't handle the subtle condescension I'm getting from Extension Head over here. <laughs> Could you look? And I know that you've moved on, but I haven't. Uh-huh. Could you look up the sour cream topping on a cheesecake? Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Perfect. There is. According to one basic <laughs> recipe on allrecipes.com. Did you say fakerecipes.com? Something that's never existed.com. <laughs> there, uh, according to the ingredients, there is a 16-ounce container of sour cream in the recipe. Uh, uh, whether that makes sense. Whether it's on the top or not. Yeah, I'm working on that. All Hold right. On. I thought... A traditional New York cheesecake has a sour cream. I've got topping. some. I would eat it. I love sour I've cream. I've got some I've good just news. Never had it. Uh-oh. There's some of this cheesecake left. What? <laughs> oh man. Oh boy. So we can actually, we can actually resolve this conundrum right here and now. I do you Holy... want to guess the emotion I feel? <laughs> <laughs> Delight. No, it's not a positive one. Is it nervous? No. Is it apprehensive? Are you pissed. I feel betrayed. <laughs> Why? Where was it? It's locked away. <laughs> Smart. It's in a nibble free zone. <laughs> there is a nibble free there, zone there in is. the bottom drawer of our refrigerator. There's a little Which like that wasn't box. true. There is a lock three, box. There's three nibble free zones in this house. There's a lock box in the refrigerator. That has a combination lock. Thank yes. God. Wait, is this smart. true? It's true. This is actually oh, happening. I, I, I signed off on it. It was my idea. And then we have two file cabinets in the kitchen, but unfortunately, I lost the keys. Daniel's lost the there keys. Are, there are goodies in there I'll never see again. Yeah, uh, what's currently rotting in there? Captain Crunch? Got some uh, uh, sprink- sprinkled donut Captain Crunch in there. I believe there's some M&M's. 
Um, I don't know now, anything else. You Some guys are moving. Can you take a sledgehammer to it and say oh, this was the way the I feel like the keys was... will turn up. Okay. The thing somewhere. is, we, they had been lost for so long, and then they turned up for like two days. I was like, yes, and then, and then nibbles ate them. <laughs> I might have eaten them. <laughs> I don't know what happened to them. Uh, yeah. So at some point, I can go get that cheesecake. You want me to do that during the show? You mean or whatever? Don't you want to resolve it now and find out? What the heck? Right. We could. Uh, while you go get that, I am going to talk to everyone about Talkspace. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. Can't imagine fitting anything else into your life? Well, with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. Get something off your chest whenever you need to. Talk about everyday challenges at work or at home. Just chat about life. There are no extra commutes, no leaving the office, and no judgment. Remember that therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk to who's trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy go to talkspace.com slash allison and use the code allison to get 45 dollars off your first month and show your support for this show that's allison so the code allison talkspace.com slash allison talkspace.com slash allison use the code allison okay so now i'm looking closer at this recipe and there is 16 ounces of sour cream in it but according to this recipe it's folded in mm-hmm. not necessarily on top I'm continuing my research. Okay. And well, as of now, you think it's a frosting on top? I think sour it's cream sa- some kind of sour cream, cream cheesy topping that okay. goes on. Now, when Daniel brings out the hidden treat, <laughs> yeah. you'll be able to tell because the top is a different color than the bottom. So there's clearly a top uh, topping on, like a, some kind of layer on there. Okay. So I think if you guys taste it, you'll be able to identify whether it's sour cream or not. Yeah, I think if there's sour cream in the recipe, typically, then there has to be... I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there is one where there's some kind of sour cream right. topping. Okay. All right. Can't I'm- wait to find out. Now, I'm, I'm going to say it right now. Because my nose is stuffed up, I'm not even going to taste it uh, because it's, I'm not going to be able to taste it. So, <laughs> Okay. Daniel's back. He's but brought look, would you a guys- very responsible five spoons in. That looks more to me like cream cheese. Wait, just how do you guys first- have ice cream taster spoons? Littlespoons.com for all your tiny spoon needs. You order them, they come to your house via bird, drop right into your chimney. Littlespoons.com. Disrupting the spoon, the little spoon industry. Photo of this. Tired of big little spoon? I am. Well, it's the the Netflix for little spoon. (laughs) So the little spoons are in our house along with little tiny dishes because Daniel's mom is as like into dieting as I am, except that Daniel's mom is the tiniest woman you've ever seen. But anyway, she is a big fan of like little spoons and little dishes to make it feel like your dessert is bigger. <laughs> I, oh, that's I a good idea. Solid. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. What do you See think? See what you mean by like a sourish taste. Yeah. But it in no way to me would make me go, <clears throat> can I have more of the mm-hmm. sour cream? Oh God, that's good. Mm-hmm. But it is like a, cre- like a cream cheese. <laughs> Maybe has... it's just cream cheese. Mm-hmm. I think it's cream cheese. 
I agree bag. with you. Like a little it's bit of sour-y. lemony kind of thing in it. Yeah. More of that sort of sourness. Someone, perhaps. one of my yeah, cheesecake heads is yelling at the, sh- at the show right now. Uh-oh. Hopefully in agreement with oh, me. Sure. But I'm just going to look up traditional New York cheesecake. Yeah, Jeff didn't have enough time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Wait, none thanks. for me because I it will be wasted on me because I can't taste anything right now. Across the board, though, you were correct. That no, cheesecake no, is fantastic. Sure. Where did this happen? Uh, this is who did Cantor's. this? Here? Cantor's. Oh, okay. Cantor's. Great work. Do they do that? Well, what? Can we just call them? It's like, <laughs> hey, listen, I know you guys are right in the middle <laughs> of a rush. I'm not sure how much tolerance they would have for the question. <laughs> They're always like super busy. Like, yeah. You they know, like, along. Barely get them to give you a table. Great news. You're on the air. All business over there. I think it would be well received. You know, I'm going to try it. I'm going to give him a call real quick. You look that up. You know, I got to say, not that much. It's, it's hard to find what I'm looking for, which is something that's like, Allison, you are correct. <laughs> uh, <laughs> One thing that makes this good is it's not too sweet. The fact that it's, it's been in the refrigerator crust. for a while could change its consistency to a certain degree. Yeah. But it's still very good. Yeah. But... It also feels like a lot of cheesecakes I've eaten. So I really do go back to like your experience with cheesecakes was just unfortunate. Ooh. What do you got? Cheesecake with sour cream topping. Look at this photo. Does that not look like what we just had? I mean, it looks mm-hmm. pretty close. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Right. And here's another photo. Wait, but oh, what does it say photo. about um, how they make the sour Classic cream. cheesecake with sour cream topping. Um there's just people commenting on it. Like, this is just like what my mom used to serve. I'm trying to see. <laughs> uh, so just the layer on top. And for those of you picturing it, it's not a dollop. If you thought like, oh, it's a topping. No, it's, it's like, like half an dolloped inch. On. It's, yeah, it's like a, like a full-on layer of, yeah, of its own. It's a bit of strata. goes across the whole strata. cake. And the consistency is the same as a cheesecake itself. But it's, uh, mm. it's just uh, white as a cloud. Yep. Like sour cream, which is more evidence, too. All right. I'm clicking into this craft recipe. You know, all cheese is white. They add the, the yellow. You know, think of milk. Interesting. Yeah. Do you know the origin of why? Why were we initially like, if I think it was just yellow, to differentiate. I'd eat it. Yeah, I don't oh, know. Maybe there's why. some sort of diet added <laughs> to but what, it. But what is the natural thing that makes it yellow? I don't think anything's natural that makes it yellow. I think they add that to then turn it into like cheddar. Cheddar is yellow because. But they, is it just like a red food dye or is it some other ingredient? That I don't know. But like a baby bell, the plastic wrap around it, that's it comes out red. That's natural, right? The wax? Uh-huh. And that just yeah, the way wax, the cow made it? And like with, with, <laughs> with American cheese slices, that yeah, cellophane I, isn't on it when it comes out of the yeah. cow, to right? To my knowledge, no. I have, well, you know, some cows... I don't they, think you've researched this enough. This sounds wrong. <laughs> I can't speak. I mean, cows might make red wax. <laughs> that's what I'm trying know. to tell you. Yeah. Someone from Wisconsin could tell us. <laughs> okay, no, so according to this craft recipe, you make your cheesecake, and then it says mix sour cream, remaining sugar, and vanilla until well-blended, carefully spread over cheesecake, bake 10 minutes. Sounds Wait, good. say that again? So you make the cheesecake and then mix sour cream, remaining sugar, and vanilla until well blended. Carefully spread over cheesecake, that sounds, bake 10 that minutes. That could be right. Yeah. 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 So that is a sour cream topping, I think. Yeah. Okay, cool. Case. That makes sense. Oh, so sour cream, if you then bake it or heat it, gets that hard consistency. With the other ingredients in it. Interesting. With the sugar in it. Yeah. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. of sour cream as getting hot and just turning into just more melty. like yes. yeah, milky. Goo. Yeah. We've seen it on nachos. We know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, w- I never bet against Allison's taste buds. 
They are superior Thank in you. every way. She knows the flavors. Do you get offered that a lot? <laughs> I got 50 bucks right here. So she's going to think it's butterscotch. Huh? I get approached all the time by these gamblers in Vegas. And they're, <laughs> you know, I have to tell them no. Mm-hmm. I won't do it. Mm-hmm. It's a quiche. I'll bet $40 she thinks it's soup. <laughs> you win or you won't. Let's do some iTunes comments of the week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Now, we read the negative second, right? Yes. We've, I think we do both. So. Okay. Who would like to read the positive one? Oh, I'm game. Okay. You will go. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Triple exclamation by natalia hyphen kayez works for me kayez this is easily my favorite podcast out there i'm always excited to see who will be on the next episode of the thursday show but i'm always delighted no matter who it is exclamation allison and her guests never fail to make me laugh and jeff's perfectly timed drops get me the most (laughs) perfectly timed the dequants original eat a bag of dicks in particular, is stuck in my head, oh, and then parentheses, almost too often. The Monday episodes are amazing too. Allison is a great interviewer, guiding conversations that get, and then in parentheses, sometimes unexpectedly, deep from people I love from the comedy world. Overall, love it, exclamation. Okay. Yeah! Nice comment. Nice. Did we ever, we never made Eat a Bag of Dicks a ringtone or anything, did we? We made Touch the <laughs> Tushy available. I feel oh. like eat a, the world needs Eat a Bag of Dicks. Yeah, they do. Pins are still available. Anyone who wants to go to uh, qzart.bigcartel.com, buy them up. All right. (laughs) But not everyone is such a fan. On the other hand, David, (laughs) she must be hot because I don't get it. One star by Kaiser So-So. She's simply too dim. She misses very easy jokes. When I hear her with comedians like Greg Fitzsimmons, it is so clear she isn't of that elevated mind which I've become accustomed to as a <laughs> podcast <Lord>. listener. <laughs> I understand she isn't a comic, but she isn't interesting either. <laughs> Definitely not interesting enough to have an audience listen to her. Good Lord. <laughs> You just got Fitz dogged. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you mm. for that. Yeah, what's his name again? Kaiser. Oh, that so was Kaiser. So so. so. And oh, he boy. has become quite expectant of elevated minds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. of course. Well, but I also with a with a brilliant. I think we all laughed at that name. So I as mean, a comedic genius himself, yeah, he's it. able They're to right. pass judgment. And what can we do but say, okay, <laughs> Kaiser, so so. Kaiser, be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I appreciate the comments, good and bad. I appreciate the good ones a little more than the bad. I'm just going to be honest, like these people were. Uh, but if you would like to leave a comment, iTunes.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go. Leave a comment, rate, review, tell your friends, subscribe, do all the things you do with a podcast you like. That would be great. Uh, okay, wonderful. And uh, while we're talking, Daniel. Yes, my dear. Don't you hate... Or Renee. Actually, yes. I'm going I'm to target Renee Uh-oh, with this one. We're off the hook, Daniel. It's I'm both in. of you. Okay. It's all of you. It could be David. It could be Jeff. It could be Elliot. No, David, shut up. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> Don't you hate 
those no-show socks that like slip into your shoe or slip off your foot and also show. Yes. You were talking about this last week I was, and I couldn't yes. remember the name of it. I wanted it yes, so bad. They're yes. called Gex. The website is my Gex. So these are... The, not the ones you don't like. What are you talking about? You just said... Oh, no. oh, no. Yeah, yeah. No, not the ones that are full of design <laughs> flaws. Right. The ones that aren't these... They've revolutionized the no-show sock industry because they have come up with socks that adhere to the... They stay inside your shoe. These socks live inside your shoe. So no more problems with like... First of all, the problem with no-show socks is that they don't work, so people don't wear them. So then you get super stinky shoes. So stinky. And God forbid you head into a home that's like, oh, we're a shoe-free home. Then you're like, well... Uh-oh. You're... In- about to I'm, be, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm going to knock you out with my right a pleasant odor free. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Not me. I'm only fresh all the time. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I had a guest on the show recently who's wearing like super cute but very plastic looking shoes, and I was thinking, God forbid she goes into a no shoe home. I bet you're going to get knocked out with that scent. No one wants that. Gex is finally solving an age old problem with no great solutions. The product was developed to allow you to keep your no sock style, but be comfortable and stench free while doing so. Gex are the only no show sock that actually stick inside your shoe. You don't put them on your feet. You stick and leave them in your shoe. Adjustable placement guarantees comfort and a true no-show look. Antimicrobial yarns destroy odor-causing bacteria before it can start. It's basically a sock that cleans itself. It has like silver antimicrobial yarn, the same stuff that's used in NASA uniforms. Take a few minutes to put them in and you'll happily forget about swamp foot all summer. But you won't forget it now that I just said it. Uh, it's really all about convenience. Put them in your favorite slip-ons, flats, sneakers, and you can slip in and out barefoot and never worry about sticky, sweaty, smelly feet again or worry about no-show socks slipping down. Gex are available for men and women in many shoe styles, including flats, heels, sneakers, and loafers. Visit mygex.com. That's mygex, M-Y-G-E-K-K-S.com for 20% off your first order using the code Allison. At Gex, we live and die by the foundation of our product, comfort, convenience, and stench control. Gex are available available for men and women in many shoe styles including flats heels sneakers and loafers visit mygex.com that's mygex.com for 20 percent off your first order using the code allison that's mygex.com for 20 percent off your first order using the code allison okay david i noticed uh, at the beginning of the show by the way i need no show underwear <laughs> <laughs> they just, just stay in just, your yeah. pants that's Boom. it yeah. easy Peasy. Slip right oh my in. God. When yeah. you go to a house and they're like, sorry, idea. we don't yeah. allow pants in this house, so you're going to be fine. Right? We're the Gex crew, more product. You remember swimming trunks with the netting in there? <laughs> well, we've done it with pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of a brilliant idea, though. Sure. Yeah. It really is. Just install your underwear in your pants. You want to hear another brilliant <laughs> idea I had? Let's hear uh-huh. it. It's a restaurant where it's just tables, and what you do is you order, everybody sits down and you order Postmates. It's a Postmates restaurant. <laughs> oh. You can order any restaurant. It's a restaurant for every restaurant. Yeah, I like it. It's a great it. idea. That is a good idea. What if you put it like in an outdoor area and you like kept the tables kind of far apart? Like in a park. <laughs> I think you're onto something. Hang I out mean, with strangers and eat lukewarm food. That's right. <laughs> Not in your home. Wildly oh, overpriced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So, David, I noticed that you were furiously picking something off your shirt oh sorry i was chimping myself (laughs) (laughs) that's okay no apologies necessary but i wondered 
are you pulling your own dog's fur off your short shirt, or is it because you had just hugged me and I gave and I gave you the gift of Wendy hair and other hairs on top of that, <laughs> and my own hair? <laughs> hairs that yeah, I I think it was mostly from my dog, but who knows? There were a lot of foreign agents on this shirt <laughs> when I was picking all of them off, so I I don't know where they came from, but I don't hold any grudges against okay, you. Okay, wonderful, thank you. Sure. Uh, just a little, I wasn't going to go into this, but now I, ha- now I must. A little update on the house. Uh, we're turning some windows into doors. And today there was a bit of a miscommunication and a, like the wrong part of the wall got demoed. Oh, no. <laughs> it, it's fixable, though. That has been, that has been impressed upon me many times. It's fixable. It's fixable. It's fixable. So old Allison. I want to say it was a miscommunication. No, no one is really at fault here. It's right. just one of those things where if there is someone at fault, though, I will find out. <laughs> no, no, no. no. It, it's just like we've been busy and and probably should have met in person and tried to do things via text, and that's just not the best way to to communicate. I want to um, hear about the reveal of this. I want the contract to be like, follow me, come here, take a look. What do you think? And the wall's just gone. And he's proud, and you're it's just no like a toilet sitting there in the living room. <laughs> that didn't happen. So how, no, I don't, how did it get reset? Open concept no, no. bathroom, right? <laughs> right? Boom! Right in the middle. That's what I heard. <laughs> what was your question, honey? How did it get uh, discovered that the wrong part of the wall was being knocked out? Uh, because I was talking. Because I called this morning. To make sure that he got and your text. To to make sure that he got my text. And um it, and then as I was describing it, I it became clear that my text was not clear enough probably. And uh there was like we've been talk the problem is we've been talking about this part of the work for like two months. And so it I think that there's just been a lot of things discussed and he thought I was talking about one thing when I was talking about another thing. Um, anyway, it's it's fine though. I'm not freaking out. He, it's not like he. It's not like the wall was busted out, and now it, it's just like there was a little bit of demo. It, it's easy to fix. It's not a big deal. Old Allison, yeah, would be freaking out, but new Allison <laughs> is like no big. It's we fine. don't live there yet. As I said to David when I texted him, because he said, "How's the move going?" and I said. I don't think we're actually moving. I think this whole thing is an elaborate <laughs> prank that we're playing on ourselves. I think like we have, we've Ashton Kutchered ourselves. We're not really moving. Nah. We might not really move. Yeah. I mean, we are going to move, but I just don't You know threw why. something out the other day, which is the idea of having uh, a moving company pack us up. <laughs> yeah. And that was like, that has been tantalizing my brain ever since. Should yeah. I have mentioned it to you before you bought a thousand boxes? You guys do have a lot of boxes <laughs> Maybe, in here. But it, it when when yeah. you were on your box buying mission, mm. I thought I thought to myself, I'm just going to let you do this because I did have a lot of questions. <laughs> I did have a lot of questions. The times when you decide to just—it's funny. Go ahead, though. <laughs> yeah, because a little bit I was like, well, but we can get moving supplies from the movers, and also, do we want to have them move us? But then I was like, but you were so like on it. And you really seem to really want to buy boxes in it. I could tell. I it love. You, feel- you knew how much I love <laughs> buying packing I could tell it Finally, you feel better about. Oh, it was like about moving forward with the whole process of moving. I so I decided to just. If only there now- was like a Kitty City Toys R Us kind of thing where you could walk in and just peruse aisle after aisle of different yeah. supply boxes and cardboard things and tapes, you know, oh, and have the labels. Yeah. Do they? Oh yeah. I need to go. <laughs> we got to take you there. Don't rob me of that joy, honey. <laughs> All I'm saying is, 
our house is 95% box right now. Yeah. We also have giant Sharpies. <laughs> we have special packing tape. We Remember have in the 90s organizers. When that was a crude term for getting chicks? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I think we have me saying my impression of oh, this yeah. guy that I had a crush on. You look like... Yeah, Vin yeah. Chow and Box, man. <laughs> Our house is 95% box. Like oh, box. I thought you were like man. giant Sharpie. Yeah, I was like... I'm like, I missed that packaging one. Packaging tape was a... Yeah. No, okay. Box. I mean, I guess sort of it's stick... Yeah. Sort of. Well, New okay. house just back full of box, dude. <laughs> I remember when I first heard box. Did you hear box in high school? I don't remember. I, don't I didn't know. hear that until college. Yeah. Oh, I definitely <laughs> knew of it. Before. Was it like a California? <laughs> you look like you've been chowing box, man. <laughs> 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 I have a question about buying boxes. Oh, yes. So when you buy boxes, do they come in a box? And if so, do they charge you for the box that they come in or just well, the boxes Well, it's built that are into in the, the price, I think. But yeah, see, right over there, those are boxes full mm-hmm. of boxes. Mm-hmm. The number so, one thing on free Craigslist in Los Angeles <laughs> yeah. is boxes. Is it really? Yeah. The, the, the same way the same leaves are getting blown around by leaf blowers constantly and they never rake them up or anything. They just blow them into the other person's I don't take yard. advantage of that kind of stuff. Well, I wanted to get boxes that had little handles oh, okay. on them. So I wanted to get a specific kind of box. So I just... Yeah, they weren't that expensive. But now you can keep the cycle going by putting these boxes on Craigslist for free. They have yeah. to be for free. Instead of what I did last time. The the last time we moved, when we moved into this place, we were just like, we're not going to be here long. So I saved the boxes in the garage. <laughs> and then years went by and they were getting like wet, mildewy, and finally... You I, had to I, keep pushing them up against the wall because they Oh yeah, check down. out the garage. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so it's then, a big, get, get out of here, you motherfucker. <laughs> 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 and so then eventually I just had to spend one miserable day with box cutters just cutting them down into pieces so that I could stuff them in the recycle bin. Because okay, another thing. It's, you can't throw out a box. Yeah, you yeah. can't just throw it out. You've got to... I just broke them down into, to, you know, one foot by one foot squares. <laughs> so that was like brutal. I, I felt like it was like the you city version so of much. chopping wood, you know? Yeah. Like I'm a lumberjack out there <laughs> chopping firewood. You've invited so much more of that into our lives, though. We're going to have to break these down. Well, what do you propose would be the alternative? Tote bags. <laughs> tote bags. We do have enough tote bags, probably, <laughs> to move everything. No, I mean, uh, one it, of these boxes is like four feet by three feet by eight inches. That's not going to be an ideal carry, uh, you know, for a dolly or for your arm. That's a box full of boxes. It's a box full of boxes. That's the so Jeff's thing. That's real. Which you, uh, the one next to? Yeah, it. that's a that's a box full of, of small boxes. <laughs> So they didn't charge you for the outer box. Well, Jeff, you, I mean, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't think they do. I think that one comes free. You know? right. Oh, see, that's mm-hmm. nice. Okay, that, what a, you listen, can use it's a steal. it. It's like they should advertise that. Like buy right, this, but you and know get what? a free box. It's, it's also a tremendous burden because now it's the biggest pain in the ass box that you have. That it really you have is. to chop up and put into the recycling. It really is. They need. I, we need to buy like a wood chipper for just cardboard boxes. The amount of like Amazon boxes and stuff we get. Yeah. That would be a good invention, like a a thing where you feed your your Amazon boxes into it. It makes like stuffing for money. pillows, money. <laughs> there you <laughs> go, money. I remember when I first started moving, because uh, boy, do you move a lot when you first move to Los Angeles, just because it's a lot of roommates yeah. and a lot of people being like, "Oh, this is this is harder than I thought it would be." Uh, and I had like the best tip in the world. I'm like, "Listen, listen, come here, listen. If you go to the grocery store like six a.m. 
that's what all the boxes are. Oh, yeah. And nobody was impressed with my hot tip. They're just like, <laughs> yeah, no, the boxes are always there. You don't have to go at 6 a.m. You can go whenever you want. But I was very proud to tell anybody who was moving that that's where I you could find them. I had a friend whose tip was get wine boxes from liquor stores. Oh. Or liquor boxes because they're small enough. Oh, yeah. We still have some stuff in yeah. them that, like, they can never get too heavy. But I think that actually sometimes you need a bigger box. Yeah. Well, yeah. you want, you want yeah. a hot tip? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then rub it. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it bigger. So, Daniel. Yes, my are dear. Are you intrigued by this idea of letting people pack for us? Well, I'm, I'm mulling it over. There's something very intrusive about that i mean somebody going through all your stuff and handling all your things hey you stranger get in here rifle through my things would you yeah <laughs> and and like, throw them in that box but then on the other hand the idea of not having to pack is sounds great yeah i just don't know is it that you think they'll do something with what they find no, or is it just, just kind of like that's the, my stuff the idea of a stranger yeah. handling every single item that i own yeah. you know because they have to literally touch every single thing but think about every like garage sale or something like that you've ever been to and how mm-hmm. little of a shit you have given about things that were precious at one time to someone else right unless it's like dildos and crazy stuff people are just packing it like, but we pack our own <laughs> you pack your own we always pack well, our own if dildos. you're if you're the if you're the moving company that, that's there to pack people's stuff every box that's already packed it's dildos. dildos. Yes, it's all dildos. Give them something to talk about. <laughs> I actually think we should take our dildos over to the house ourselves first. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we, we, we're going to have the dildo room. Right. <laughs> so might as well just. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Dildolarium. The t- <laughs> you can we're gonna assume call- that it's been up my butt. I thought we were going to call it the dildopolis, but. Oh, yeah, okay. either. I Dildopia? Like- Oh my god, so many good names. You can try it. The, when, yeah, the dildo can... dome? <laughs> That's right. They do those polls now on social media. Just oh, right. There. Let them, yeah, let the let them decide, decide what yeah. we should name it. Mm-hmm. So the options are... <laughs> the dildopolis, the, dil- the dildodrome. <laughs> dildodrome. The... Did dildopia make it in? Dildopia. The dildopia. The dildo... We already got dildopolis in there. Uh, Dildolarium was your first Dildolarium, one. Dildolarium, yeah. That's the I best. think those are the Dildolarium, Dildopolis, Dildopia, and Dildodome. I feel like the Dildolarium <laughs> is the place. The Dildopolis is the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the other one? Dildodome? Uh, no, there's That's another where the, the Dildopia is just the state of mind. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> right. That's well, a very unpopular section of <laughs> Disneyland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really great. Wait, I didn't contribute. I sh- uh, the um, Dildo Palooza, and then that's the oh. yearly event. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you can definitely have a... Or the Dildo Nanny. <laughs> there's a Hoot Nanny. Sure. I, maybe not everyone knows that. Sure. Oh, I thought it was like, they, they look after the children. Oh, yeah. Okay. We could also have a babysitter. <laughs> nanny for the Dildos. Dildos. <laughs> What if we did hire a nanny and be like, they're not, like, they come for Elliot. But, oh, no, 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 He's good. Oh, no, yeah, you're fine. He's coming with us. And then take him into the Diltopia. <laughs> right. Put on <laughs> these goggles if you would. There you go. Now part these curtains. There you go. Yeah. Perfect. Here's a stroller. If you could right. take him for a walk. Right. <laughs> right. Really appreciate that. Okay. This is Marv. This is... <laughs> Marv's a rascal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I would like to remind everyone that I have a book out, Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases that Scare Me. I specifically like to remind people while I am begging for validation, my Amazon reviews have been perched at the same number for a while. I'm going to say it. It's 29. It's not, are you it's rating, not that many are you, reviews. Are you doing a ratings grub right now? 
I just want more reviews. I don't want to go there and see, oh, it's still 29. 29 <laughs> wonderful reviews, but I want more. I need more. Is this new Allison or old tear down that wall? <laughs> or don't tear down that wall. Yeah, I don't. Sorry. Old me would be upset about the wall snafu and new me is cool with it. Uh-huh. This is old me. <laughs> this is old me. And also, by the way, new me is a sham. <laughs> I realized in the course of saying this, uh, there's okay. things that are like in the forefront of my mind that are getting in the way of me caring that much about the wall. That's really what it is. Yeah. It's just low on my list. It's like, but it's not like I don't care. It's like if <laughs> if, if someone stabbed you in the leg and then and um, also you, and you knew you had to do something tomorrow, you're really just thinking about the pain in your leg. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on here. That makes sense. It's like if she wasn't sick, then she'd be obsessing about the wall. But as it is, she's miserable. Yeah, yeah. but you know what I do love sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although. You Even mean, sleep hasn't been as enjoyable lately as I want because I have trouble getting comfortable because I just feel. Icky. I know that's the cruel thing when you're sick and you need to sleep a lot, yeah. and, but then you can't be comfortable. It's like all I want to do is sleep. Yeah, I just while whilst feeling sorry for myself, I have I was at the point of sickness where I'm like I wish my mom were here. Oh no! Yeah, I feel Allison. like a little kid. I wish my mom were here bringing me Gatorade, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> The one bright spot in all of this is my Brooklyn and sheets, which truly are the most comfortable sheets ever. And I don't understand why I sleep better on them, but I really do. And I've talked about them before. I'm going to remind you guys. Founded by husband and wife team, Vicky and Rich Fulop. Uh, they were at a hotel. They thought the sheets were fantastic. They asked where they could get the sheets. They were told the sheets were going to be like thousands of dollars. And they said, this is insane. It should not be this expensive to get really great sheets. So they decided to do it themselves because uh, most bedding is marked up as much as 300%. Um, so this is luxury bedding underpriced. Brooklinen is the fastest growing bedding brand in the world. Over 20,000 five-star reviews. My Brooklinen sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets I've slept on. Brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for my listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code BESTFRIEND at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifetime warranty on all their sheets and comforters. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code BESTFRIEND at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code BESTFRIEND. Brooklinen, these are the best sheets ever. Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I Ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Skadoop doop doop doop. Sebastian Stoker says, until very recently, I thought landed gentry was a reference to the Norman conquest, as in the invaders having landed and the Norman overlords controlling England, when it just means landholders. That is a very... I've never even thought about it. Erudite, educated, someone took history and remembers it kind of JMO. That's a real old-fashioned phrase. Landed gentry? Yeah, isn't it? Like, I feel like that's something my grandmother would have said more frequently than is, is it a term yeah i yeah. don't think i've oh, ever not heard it. the term no. i've never heard that jeff have you no i thought it was an author <laughs> landed gentry i it love landed like gentries. one of those dennis miller jokes or punchlines that right. you do you're like i'm not smart enough to landed gentry folks <laughs> you'd be like yeah it's i feel like though with, with no those, it's a it's a phrase yeah i feel like with the De- dennis miller jokes it's like 
you you think at first like oh I'm not smart enough to get it and then you're like no no just one good I just <laughs> it's just not funny not great it's just not great um, remember when you were doing nonstop Dennis Miller impressions I know I can't even do it now. I'll, I'm like uh, I can do impressions I'll get inspired to do an impression and I can do it for a very short period of time and then I can never do it again. It le- mm. So it leaves me. It's like weather. Be terrible. On so SNL. it's like, <laughs> what's that? You'd be terrible on SNL. Do it again. I, I really would. I really would. Yeah. I felt like I had him pretty much. I think w- it was because I was listening for just weird. Uh, I was like obsessed with how horrible he, he, and like how much I didn't, just like his whole thing was you just fascinating. Well, I was just fascinated by him, whatever. And so, uh, I had his like turns of phrase in my head in the way that he would come after Obama and stuff like that, <laughs> you know, and it was just like, that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but he, he's, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> whatever. So, I did not know that landed gentry means landowners, but I have heard the phrase before. I wouldn't use it though. Cause I, I wouldn't have known what it meant, but who are the gentries? Yeah. Uh, from the Spanish term, la gente. <laughs> That's actually probably true. I bet oh, so. maybe a yeah, Latin based language. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. But I mean, is it an Anglo thing? Is it like, is is landed gentry referring to a specific type of person? It's a British class. Take oh. you, for example, you're not landed, <laughs> so I won't be associating with you. I'm a gentleman who's landed. Interesting. I guess we're landed now, honey. We are. Wonderful. Look at you guys. Yeah. Oh, great, now we can't hang out. We're landed <laughs> hentes. Fucking gentries. <laughs> we're landed hentes. <laughs> According to the Wikipedias, it is a social, British social class consisting, in theory, of landowners who could live entirely from rental income, or at least had a country estate. Oh, oh, that's Jesus. not that us. That is not hmm. us at all. No, unless we decided to turn our house into an Airbnb and get a country estate. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Has oh. it- now you have some new goals. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Misa Evans says, while washing my face, words from product advertising pop into my head. Poor minimizing, oily T-zone. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you yeah. think if those anti-wrinkle creams actually work that Andy McDowell would still be on TV? No. Of course she would. <laughs> she wouldn't have aged. It's a great, yeah. Wait, what was your question? Did I she was it? constantly doing, the, I think, Neutrogena stuff. Yes, and also, these oh, me so young. If they worked, she'd still have work. But she, she would still out. be. Yeah. She would still be the love interest in romantic comedies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's all a sham. I wanted to t- fifteen years ago just start taping all of them and just do a long mashup. Like, look how it changes every month. <laughs> Why are people still buying this shit? You're gonna yeah. get old. It's okay. <laughs> right. I had once had a therapist say that if diet, if this was about diets, but if diets worked, like if they actually worked, it wouldn't be a multi-billion dollar industry. Yeah. None of this works. <laughs> I've heard You're that fine. argument. Yeah. I mean, don't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I will say, and I'm sure I'll eat my words someday soon, but I was uh, exploring eye creams at the department store and, and this um, woman came up and I was like, I didn't, I really didn't want help. I just wanted to look myself, but. Uh, I don't know how I got sucked into a conversation with her. She was persuasive. And she's like, well, that one's for, you have no puffiness, but you do have dark under eye circles. So you need this one. And it's just been sort of stuck in my craw ever since. Like, how can a cream help with under eye circles? Yeah. Because the reason that the pigment, the reason that you have the dark circles is because like stuff is showing through the skin. It's like pigment, I think pigmentation under the skin or like your skin is thinning. I don't know. I just refuse to believe. And again, I say I eat my words because I'm I think probably it's just wrong. bruises. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. That's I just don't understand it. how a cream can change the color of your under eyes. Is it for the color? Is it for the lines? Or the, or the puffiness? <laughs> I don't know. What do you think I need? <laughs> well, I'm looking at your this eyes. This is like... I'm looking at your eyes. Is it for the lines or the puffiness? <laughs> <laughs> this, this, is is like, for. this is like when I said to Daniel, I think I need to change my hair. And he's like, if you're going to change your hair, I think you should go a little bit lighter and maybe have a little mm. more volume. Yeah, maybe go and blonde. I was like... <laughs> My God, this okay. is not the you, first time you've thought of go this. Put some thought. You're like this. waiting for his opening. My God. Yeah, go blonde, wavy, blonde hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> go into uh, the dildalarium. It's just tons of like Scarlett Johansson pictures or something. Oh no! <laughs> if you look at celebrity, the uh, like Jennifer Aniston or who else was I thinking of? Um, these actresses <laughs> Jennifer Aniston Did I mention her? Okay And you look at their face Or like guys even Like Tom Cruise Like their skin And they're older now Tom Cruise has got to be In his 50s right? Yeah. Oh well and Yeah But I mean he does not Have the face of a typical 50 year old dude You know what I mean? So I, I think that is A very moisturized guy Oh, oh he had I some there's more puffy, than yeah, yeah, yeah. moisture. He might have they might have little tiny things done too, but like the, I feel like they're getting tons of little tiny things when done. When he yes, did the tonight show a while ago when they did the duet thing or something like that. Remember this with Jimmy Fallon? And uh-uh. he gets real close to the camera and his face is so puffy and weirdly it's so bizarre oh, really? looking. Yeah. So I feel like fillers look so unnatural. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just too much filler that looks unnatural. Maybe I'm looking at tons of people who have it and it looks good and I just don't notice it, but in general it You looks know who isn't aging me. well? Who? Me? <laughs> Johnny Depp. Oh, oh he had a good run, though. He, he, he had a really good run. 25 until he was 50. I feel like he was great, 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 and then boom. Like, maybe it's just the look that he's adopted now, but mm-hmm. pictures I've seen of him recently, it's like, oh, my God. What happened? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know who didn't age well? <laughs> and I, but I was obsessed with this all morning. I could not stop looking at pictures. Color me bad. <laughs> <laughs> look up those guys. Now, first of all, it's not like... You know, they were kind of funny look. You know, they all had their look, but mm-hmm. they were like handsome in a weird sort of alternate reality kind of way. Like, oh, that's sort of the alternate reality uh, George Michael or whatever. Uh, you know, ooh, that's like a, a sort of Kenny G's less attractive brother. Yeah. But, um, but like, they <laughs> did not age the way you thought they would age. <laughs> First of all, I don't even think I know what Color Me Bad looked like, although I am picturing something very. Do they all have their own respective colors? They well, I don't know that they had an assigned color. It wasn't like the Spice Girls, but they definitely would wear like one color right. zoot suit. You yeah. know, like yeah. I am going to wear the blues why, baggy zoot suit. Why were you spending all morning looking? Because one of them was in the news for like <laughs> uh, he was arrested for beating up one of his bandmates. And oh, he, oh. they showed a picture of him. I'm like, what? <laughs> that is the one of the guys from the, the you know age. Ah. It'll get you. It's coming for you. Summoner Magic says, have truly random things pop into head like a song or person I haven't thought of in years and then we'll see or hear of it in the next day or two. Happens way too often to be coincidence. Hashtag psychic. Yes, this phenomenon happens to me all the time too. All Mm -hmm. the time. Yeah, Yeah. what is that? Oh, this is a great um, dinner party thing to bring up and now of course I can't remember the terms for it. A friend told me this in this same context. These are great things. So everyone's familiar with deja vu, but there's like, and maybe you can look this up, Jeff. There are two other ones. One is you learn of something and then you, you can't- You start hearing about it everywhere. All the yeah. time. Yeah. Everywhere you look, oh, how did I not know that everyone seems to know this thing? And then the, the third one is that, that like it's, 
sort of this prescient kind of yeah weird they popped my head and then i see them i do think that we are more connected than humans have ever been ever in the history of humanity and so uh things that inspire thoughts are inspiring lots of people at once and Mm -hmm, so so we might might all make similar associations and come to the same kind of thought all at the same time um yeah you'll hear like there was a there's a, a word that I was thinking about, but you know what? One thing that happens a lot is like, I'll like, I want to search for a sleep number mattress. And then suddenly like, you'll see tons of ads for it everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. Right. You think because your phone's spying on you? <laughs> no, Possibly. It's just, it's just the damn algorithms. <laughs> Here's sort of a weird phenomenon that Daniel and I have talked about. When our dog Oliver died, it had been like a really weird tough number of days leading up to it and it was like a a tragic sudden thing but i my the way i regard that is even though i don't truly think of it i don't truly believe this but like it almost feels like it was like a bad event echoing backwards in time that it like spread out over the days leading up to it too i have a weird yeah i have a weird sort of belief in that almost like and i think i actually see uh I, I'm referencing something I can't back up, but it's I, I feel like there is like this kind of um impact that something has like a comet and it, it has a tail that goes back in time, like big events. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's just kooky thinking. Mm. Well, but there's so much that's unexplainable that yeah. you're just like, I don't know, try this thing out. And as far as the like <laughs> try you, some pudding, it's mint. <laughs> right. Well, I, I guess I just don't think of time. And that's what I'm going to say to people when I offer it to them. You don't know it could be a comet with a tail. Enjoy. I, I guess I feel like it, it, they're, they're probably going to find out that time isn't linear like we experience it. And so if it isn't linear, then it's possible for a an, a thing to have an impact in both directions. Yeah. Mary says. I'll never subscribe to the breakfast like a king, lunch like a queen, and dinner like a pauper mentality. I feel like she needs to hang out with landed gentry guy. Dinner like a royal feast every night, please and thank you. Breakfast is for the birds. Well, That's one of the... Have you heard that phrase before? Wait, say it again? I will say it again. Breakfast like a king, lunch like a queen, and dinner like a pauper. Meaning eat a big breakfast... Not not Smaller like lunch, not like a fancy dinner. breakfast, a less fancy lunch, and lots of potatoes. <laughs> no, <for dinner>. I don't. <laughs> no, that's no. exactly it. That's precisely it. I don't think that's how they mean it. I think they mean quantity. Yeah. Oh, so it's not Burger King, Dairy Queen. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying right. to get in real good shape when I was in college. My friend and I used to do this end of semester sort of fitness test that would give us some incentive to like exercise a bit during the school year because we were constantly in the in the lab working. Or, yeah, I shouldn't say the lab, but the study area. And just like, God, we're terrible posture sitting in these chairs. We need to do something. So we created this thing. And I talked to a nutritionist and they they were like, start with a big breakfast. Do exactly that. I never heard it in that phrasing. Yeah. But like your end of the day having just like a lean chicken breast and then going to bed. I, but I, I was in phenomenal shape. So I do think there's something. That yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think there's something to But that. you were working out and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've heard recently that this notion of you need to have a big breakfast is only applicable if you are someone who's very active during the day. If you're yeah. not, then you shouldn't be having a big right. breakfast. Yeah. But in terms of, but I also think part of it is that most people's defenses and like willpower are a little worse as the day goes on. So I think if you're doing the bulk of your, like 
You're going to eat So it's more. a way to remind yourself. Well, I think you're just going to make that. healthier choices if the bulk of your eating is when you first wake up as opposed to if the bulk of your eating is at the end of the night when you're going to be like nibbling. I, not for me, but maybe. <laughs> yeah. But it is hard because you want a reward at the end of the night. Plus, you can yeah. go into a food coma, so you're going right to sleep. Yeah. Uh, and plus, with- if you do what I, which I, not, everything's out the window now that I'm pregnant. But before, if you do what worked for me for years, basically don't eat all day, then you've really earned some food at night. Yep. Yeah, for you, it's like a lot of, you know, self-discipline, you know, and it goes on to the day, dinner, lots, and then after you go to sleep, that's when, <laughs> no. Oh, that's when treat is like a king. Yeah. <laughs> I have nipples. <laughs> it's all changed now, though. Yeah. Now it's all out the window. Jamos for Aeros says, when I watch shows about real crimes where the criminal was caught because of one tiny mistake, assume I could do better and feel torn between wanting to pull it off and just being a good law-abiding citizen. Wow. <laughs> Don't watch the Discovery show. I almost got away with it. Then. <laughs> because it's just all that is. It, the whole show is just, and I, I thought I could get one more. It's just that. Uh, then I turn back. It's just one little thing. I'm time. the opposite. I am confident that there's something I'd miss. That's yeah. why that, that is the main thing keeping That's how me I in feel line. Too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, cuz I just feel like th- how can you think of every detail? How can you put it all together so that yeah, no way. My keys I, have been in my door three times this week. Oh, yeah. Three? Yep. Same. Yeah. yeah, I've done that. <laughs> and it's becoming a bit of a problem. Uh-huh. It's Where a real the situation. The keys? And then I unlock the door and look outside. <laughs> They've just been outside all night. So frequently, that's the second place I look. When they're not on the hook, I'm like, nah, they're in the door. <laughs> and plus, it's like when you get in, in an argument with a company like with Honda, where they have this complete bullshit machine already in place, this mm-hmm. complete high-paid trained bullshit apparatus yeah. so if you do a crime and then you're dealing with the police all the police do is find out that you're full of shit yeah like yeah. that's what they do for a living so yeah. right you've done a crime once and you're like oh i can pull this off right. cops are like oh, we've seen this five they've seen the times. patterns yeah. they yeah. know they know the things and how it goes right yeah. and they know how to figure it out and you, at some point just have to kind of assess what's your luck in life as a human <laughs> right. i think my plan is so solid and i walk in and the security guard goes excuse me sir i'm like wait what why am i, I haven't <laughs> even done anything yeah. and i'm just immediately like oh what's that sticking it but sir turn around like i didn't even get to try it that feels like my luck there's that like three was, more steps i'm sure it'll work <laughs> yeah. that was like my fantasy when i was like i'm gonna be an activist i'm gonna go down to the detention centers where they're holding these migrant kids i'm gonna bring a video camera i'm gonna get in their face and then i imagine them being like miss you're not allowed to go there and me being like oh okay sorry yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i would not <laughs> At least some people did that. Uh, Nina Hartley says, after I watch a movie, I get on Wikipedia to read the plot to make sure I didn't misinterpret anything. I don't always do that, but I often do do that. I'll go look at the reviews to make sure I got my opinion right. <laughs> I wanted to do that with Baby Driver a lot. Oh, I never I think, saw that. I think there was a lot of symbolism and stuff involved where I was like, I would love to pick Edgar Wright's brain about it a little bit. So that's one of those where I would want to look. But then I also don't like having my opinion... Yeah. Influenced too much mm-hmm. by other people. Did yeah. Did you like that movie? Yeah, yeah. I I, did, I like all his stuff, but I, I it wasn't my favorite Edgar Wright movie. But but then I was like, man, I miss. I, there was a, an element of it that I really liked that I think is what the whole movie is about. And then so then I was like, well, I'm what I think I kind of need that like stamped. <laughs> yes, yes, you're accurate. I go, okay, no, I really liked it. I remember in high school. Um, discovering that there were these. It was like a like 
volumes of literary criticism and I don't know what it was called, but it wasn't, it was like, like volumes of encyclopedias, but it was just like literary criticism. And that was my first, uh, exposure to any sort of literary criticism. And to, this is how much of a nerd I was like (laughs) to know that I could go into the library and look up any book in there and read what people said about it was so ah. it was kind of it was awesome it was like what you're talking yeah. about like wanting that stamp of like yes you're interpreting it correctly yes this is what this means yeah i wonder you? if uh i was in 11th grade i guess so mm-hmm. for <laughs> uh, i was gonna make a joke but it didn't come out right yeah. <laughs> i was gonna make a joke that i was way older than i was but instead i said 14 which is younger than i was i don't know however you are old you are in 11th grade okay why yeah. Because you were a huge nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they still have these volumes. I bet they don't. I, I they don't just know. have online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's so. It's funny how much um, the library seems small. How, in in so many ways, it seems small. Like the reference section seems mm-hmm. so limited now that we yeah. have the the internet. So, yeah. I will put way too much symbolism on. It's like, oh no, not at all. Uh, I saw "Sorry to Bother You," which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and boy, did I put a lot of symbolism on that. And then I went to the internet. I'm like, am I right? No, like, no, oh, <laughs> not really? even a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I the weird thing about I saw that movie as well. Yeah. I enjoyed. It. I really liked how creative it is. But the critics review is like 90 and the audience review is like 65 it's curious huh. yeah. yeah and i think there's something to i don't think the crowds are dumb because i'm part of the crowd <laughs> and i thought I, there were a few things with it where i was like is it a challenging movie would you say it depends on how you, you know like get out is this great like she doesn't critical know. satirical but no i've out? read i have not seen get out because i scare easily however i've read the synopsis so okay. i know what it's about so you, but it's so well they don't miss anything everything right. is very meticulously done and this one is a little more spread out where there's some messages that get a little hmm. little caught up with each other i think and um i don't know i sound like a film critic yeah at this point. They, Does that seem uh, right? i completely agree that it's it's good but as far as like all the eyes dotted and the t's crossed you're like mm, yeah we're missing a few things mm-hmm. yeah. it would be great as a movie of just eyes being dotted <laughs> being it'd be so satisfying yeah. yeah well one thing about this movie is all the eyes were dotted yeah. all the t's just were crossed. a kid I cursive want to see eighth grade Ooh, that yeah. sounds really that's good. Really good. Yeah. I also want to see that Mr. Rogers movie. Yeah. yeah. Same. Should we take a field trip? You guys? We should Double do feature? it. Double feature, <laughs> yeah. I have heard about the Mr. Rogers movie that it is very, um, you know, it's very emotional and that he's, you know, such a good guy and, and all that. But it's kind of one note that the movie tends to, it's just really like, oh, wasn't he a great guy? You are literally mm. the, fir- that's the, first any, the first negative thing I've heard about the movie. I don't know if I feel like that's negative. I mean, it is a negative thing in a way, but I would still love to see it because I love Mr. Rogers. So to me, that's still uh, yeah. great. Yeah. Everyone should go see our movie, uh, RBG. Ooh. Not, our, not Daniel movie. and mine. No, His Magnolia. companies. <laughs> <laughs> David looked at me like, oh, you guys have a movie coming out? <laughs> not bad, you guys. Man, I wish. Here you are trying to box your own things. We've got a movie coming out. <laughs> uh, Ashley says, refuse to wear slippers, clothes I only wear at home when going to a drive through in case my car breaks down or I get in an accident. I think about this all the time. I think about like if I'm in a, if I'm going somewhere where I'm just going to be in the car and I don't have a bra on, what could happen where suddenly I'm going to need to be out of my car? So you're just in the car, boobs flopping in the wind? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the dream. But... I, at the last minute, I usually decide something could happen and I could have to get out of my car. Yeah. We uh, took our little 
a canine fellow to the park <laughs> and we were laying, like having a little picnic, like laying on the, the grass on a blanket. And then <laughs> he was up looking at something we're like, sit down, buddy. And he sat directly on my chest and I was like, oh, that's kind of cute. And he was just fully and was sitting there so intense, still watching this bird as if like I didn't even exist. Like I'm sitting. I'll, hey. I'll do this. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, I saw a dude in a car today and he had a little, um, a little dog, this big, one of those furry dogs. And I'm not sure what kind it is. Like, uh, Maltese? Sure. You know. No, smaller than a Maltese. This Mother. is a visual. <laughs> it is a visual. Uh, like a like a, a lo- like a loaf of bread, a small loaf of bread. Like it's the size of one of those um sun made raisin loaves. Was it oh, a sure. guinea pig? Uh, no, it was a dog. Sure but he had the dog. Yeah. He was driving, he had the dog on his left shoulder. His head was on his left shoulder like this, so it was like resting behind his neck. Nice. And I was like, Oh, that's so cute. But then I was thinking <laughs> But if he has to, if he gets, I mean, that dog could, yeah, that's not safe is what I'm saying. Well, my thing was that once he got up and I got up, I had hair and evidently his coat had gotten some sort of substance. It looked like chalkish. I don't know, but I was so filthy. (laughs) And then just walking around, like we went to the grocery store after and no one cares. No one looks and look at it. And I never see someone, I guess maybe it would be different in LA if a woman was like, obscenely disheveled but i see women in like pajamas and ugg boots and stuff yeah. all the time i never think but twice they're about usually it. hot aren't they i don't it, I, I feel like uh if you if you're confident in pulling it off that in itself is pretty hot so maybe this you go girl yeah <laughs> david's got it right he's got it right um, yeah confidence is a thing i don't do well <laughs> i feel like in general my general vibe is like i'm sorry sorry oh, you should try it i'm gonna try i'm gonna Give try it, it. Shot. Yeah. Yeah. Shoulders back. Back. yeah 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 what did you say, Daniel? I said, throw those shoulders back, honey. There we okay. go. Throw a dog on your shoulder, hop in the car. You're ready. <laughs> Just go, girl. <laughs> That's right. Do it. Uh, was it a Yorkie? Or a Silky Terrier? It could have been a Yorkie. It could have been a Yorkie. Okay. Okay. Uh, Matt, you know what? It was a fucking Yorkie. Yeah. Let's go with it. Let's do it. Yeah. You guys, it's been delightful. We did it. together again. Yeah. yeah. Good job getting through this. I know you feel terrible. Thank you. I currently have a left nostril situation, <laughs> but I'm able to breathe through the right. Can so. you use Afrin, like no spray and stuff? I don't know. You're pregnant? That, I do not know. I think that's like, that's like the nuclear option, okay. Afrin, you know? I used that just after we had the last conversation about that. Mm-hmm. Man, it's, it works. It's but magic. It, it works, it's but it's, it's like putting bleach up your nose. <laughs> like but it, it works. It burns a little bit. But man, does it work? It'll open you right up. You, you use Afrin, not Flonase? Afrin, yeah. Flonase is not the same kind of thing. Yeah, Flonase is a steroid, so it takes down swelling. This, oh. it just, boom. For all you child down. listeners out there, this is what it's like to be an adult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be I, on drugs. Uh, I was raised on Afrin. Like, our family just used it like crazy. Mine too. I guess, yeah. uh, I don't know if my folks just didn't know... It, it worked, addictive, but it works so well. Yeah, yeah, it was only later in life that um, I had a, a doctor who said that's that it's addictive, and then I realized they were right because mm-hmm. I couldn't stop you. And but then you can like do too much Afrin, and it backfires. Yeah, and then what yeah I did that one. Yeah, and then your nose you're just snuffy all the time. No, what happened to me was I used it for two or three days in a row. Like you're only supposed to use it for two, and I used it for three. And on the third day, when I stopped. My sin- yeah. sinus passage just, just swelled up to the point where it sounded like my nose was going to explode. Yeah. This seems like too powerful a drug to be it over the really, counter. It's, it's really, crazy. It's is. powerful. I've yeah, literally never used it. I've been like, afraid of it. I couldn't stop 
like just my nose was, was stuffed up and I was sneezing and my eyes were watering and it wouldn't stop for a day. I wish this whole segment could get chopped up and sent in as a commercial. <laughs> real customers, real reviews. I mean, it works, but oh man, it's too powerful. Uh, if it was any more powerful, it would kill you. <laughs> Jeff, where do we find you? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Colonel Jeff Fox. Daniel? You can find me at Daniel Quant's Twitter and Instagram. Dequants on the snappy. <laughs> you rock. Every now and then, Mr. Noodle shows up. <laughs> That's a good one. Yes. Renee, where do we find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter at Renee Colvert, Instagram Renee S. Colvert. I've got a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? And my friend Julie has a podcast called Cut Off Jeans. Which you are on. Which I'm periodically <laughs> on. Yes. <laughs> and uh, David Huntsberger, where do we find you? Firstly, uh, this person, Bex, who uh, oh, yeah. is on Twitter, Bex Perlina. said she came to a show I was doing the other night, but she offered no proof of this. But if <laughs> she was, in fact, there, that's very nice. She, she I came. know her to be an honest person, so I think she's be totally an okay. honest broker. Well, very, very nice of her to but show up. But still quiz her. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what yeah. material? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Natural, skeptical, <laughs> sort of, I don't believe this. But if <laughs> she did come, that's nice. <laughs> Three drops. <laughs> uh, the junk show's back. August 12th, and everything else is at davidhunsberger.com. And otherwise, I can't be found. Oh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Allison Rosen. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Go to my website, allisonrosen.com, for all the other places to find me. And we have ringtones. We have. I was going to say bookmarks for some reason. That's not. We, don't, we do not have those. Maybe we should oh, come out with shows, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we have ringtones we have t-shirts oh i have a book <laughs> that's where my brain was i have a book out tropical <laughs> attire and courage this show should have ended like a few minutes before <laughs> me talking right now tropical attire and courage and other phrases that scare me and if you go to my website alisonrosen.com it's easy to click through and get it on amazon it's available at all formats daniel did the artwork for it okay thank you guys so much for being on the show listeners thank you for listening i love you goodbye Show. We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Yeah, Alison Rosen.